so cyborg yes um the first thing that we are going to deal with in this episode obviously things are slightly timey-wimey um uh starfire's turn happens kind of congruent with Mm -hmm. this one so that has not yet kicked off to its full intensity you will know um so cyborg you guys are you have just shut off the power you are in the building uh if you guys go to the roll 20 um you will see down at the bottom um you and captain boomerang are there and you guys have some uh a couple you have knocked out a couple guards um and you have a couple um like technicians uh for the dam like up against the wall and um yeah and you have shut off the power uh so that means that as you speak that uh, beast boy and king shark are probably swimming in and installing the bombs um so you know that uh there's probably going to be a military response and that's what raven and killer frost's jobs are about and you guys can join them to aid in their retreat uh but they will probably yeah have to engage with that uh but also you do know that in between you and that situation at least if you travel along the uh pathway there there are two guys who you circumvented with your stealth on the outside before who are probably going to notice very soon that the power is turned off and maybe come inside the building Oh, okay. Well, we should uh, hide behind a door and just kind of like smash their heads in together. Uh, yeah. Um, Captain Boomerang looks at you and goes, I'm good with smashing heads. All right. Uh, you know, in a way that knocks them out when their heads smash together, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, because that's totally a realistic depiction of violence. Hey, hey, look, where their heads are going to hit each other really hard. It's possible they'll die. It's possible they won't. I'm hoping for not. Uh, well, here's to hoping. Aye. All right, so if that's your plan, uh, I guess you guys have the these scientists, like, tied up or whatever. Yeah. Um, and gagged, I assume? Yes, they're, they're okay. appropriately tied up and gagged. Okay, so if your plan is um, to stealth, then I'm going to need a stealth check from you. I mean, to be fair, part of our job is a distraction, so going loud might actually be advisable. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I'm just saying if you want to catch them by surprise when they yeah, come. Yeah, let's do that, and then we can just start shooting up into the sky and being like, Woo! or something. Gonna be hard to be louder than the Tamaranians fighting tanks over there, but yeah. Well, the more the more distractions, the better. <laughs> All right. Okay. So yeah, that that's my plan is to hide on either side of the door if they're coming this way, and just like yeah, just 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 bash their heads together or something. Okay. Roll stealth, and if you have any abilities you want to use, let me know. Okay. 
All right, I'm just gonna roll it straight with my plus one and hope for the best. That is a nine. Okay. So a nine. Um, all right. Uh, so as you are huddling down, you think you're obscured. Um, uh, you, uh, Captain Boomerang, like, like stands. Uh, he actually goes to like a weird corner of the room. Uh, str- like he's not even near the entrance. Um, but he's hiding behind something over there. And um, a few moments later, two men, you hear some uh, boots uh, and the two men from outside uh, appear like, like pass through the doorway and they're in the room there. Uh, they're there. And uh, I mean, I'll give them. No, I mean, no, you won't even beat their passes. <laughs> so they immediately look, and what they see is like you with your like big body and like shoulders and blue shoulders, <laughs> like sticking out like behind like a comically small like nest like <laughs> thing. And they immediately point their guns at you and start yelling. Ah! And uh but yell back, Booyah! You can. Um, so they are not surprised. <laughs> um, so I'm going to need you guys to roll uh, initiative. Okay. Which is the exact same thing. That's a 13. Captain Boomerang, he, he gets a 15. So one of these two guys uh, goes first. And so he's going to just... Um, unload on <laughs> at you you have um uh uh well no i don't think you even have cover because uh yeah. well i yeah yeah no um <laughs> i mean there's something in front of me right i'll give you uh i'll yeah half half cover <laughs> um that's fair Okay, that is a 19 to hit you. Uh, half cover grants... Yeah, two, plus two, and it doesn't hit! Alright, so... I just lift up the thing I'm behind and just like, ding, 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 ding! Yes, and some are even, like, glancing off of, like, your shoulder plating as well. Um, and, but it is ineffective as he fire, fires off uh, some, a few, like, uh, rounds with his, uh, like, AK... Um, all right, now it's Captain Boomerang's turn, and he is going to throw a boomerang. Who could have guessed? So he rolls two 24s and then a natural one. <laughs> so he, uh, in that corner over there, you see these uh boomerangs fly out from the corner. He's still hunched behind cover, but he just chucks these boomerangs and they arc like throughout like uh, around in the room and smack these guys in the head in such a way where they just like it just like delivers blunt force like to their heads and then the boomerangs still like travel back somehow like (laughs) insane physics but um so the first one uh knocks out one of the guys instantly and the second one does the same thing 
they both fly out. One actually hits the wall weird and falls flat. And you're like, what the heck? But uh, the other one, um, the other two, smack these guys in the back of the head. And they just fall on their, like, and crumple to the ground. Nice. <laughs> I, I, grab, I grab one of their, their uh, radios and mm. I, I turn it on and I, I growl into the radio. I've knocked out your guards and I've got your scientists and I'm going about to eat their faces and anybody else who comes up here. <laughs> uh, okay, but like right as you're turning it off, you hear a response of like someone yelling at you in Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> uh and but that's that's it. Okay, so you took those guys down in one round. Um, so you know that the next, um, military force will probably engage with Raven and Killer Frost. So you can start moving to meet with them if you want, uh, or hell, I mean, um, uh, Captain Boomerang, he stands up and like goes and, uh, retrieves his, his one, uh, he's kind of like critically inspecting his one boomerang that, that, uh, that missed um and didn't return to him and he uh he he looks and goes nice hiding mate so Thanks. uh you want to go help those ladies uh you want to get out of here yeah i do i do like helping the ladies eh fair enough i mean at this point we've done our job you can do whatever you want but uh i'm gonna head that way yes Meh. I haven't taken any scuffs yet in this mission, so uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about joining them. All right, he says. I say you can't fly, can you? What's with the y'all flying super speed? Hey, I can do a, just hop, fine. Hawk a hop on my back. I'll give you a piggyback ride. <laughs> Um, hmm, roll <laughs> persuasion at disadvantage. Okay, um, that is an eight because I critically failed. Oh, my! Oh, wow, even better. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, he doesn't seem like he seems like at first he seemed like the kind of person where you could have some good banter back and forth, but his face just sort of like, like he just sort of frowns and doesn't say anything. All right, man. You don't have to. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So you are heading out to uh, meet up with Raven and yeah. Killer Frost. Yeah. Let's head that way. Okay. So, um, distance uh these are uh 10 foot cubes uh depending on your mode of travel whether you cut across uh it could be shorter but distances are accurate and your movement is how many rounds it will take to get out to them yeah so do um so okay. you if you walk it's like 115 Right. to get to this end and then a hundred and eighty 
to get to where they're standing. It takes so, a second, but I, I yeah. honestly, I, I do have a sense of teamwork. I'm probably going to not stray too far from Boomerang if he is actually sprinting in that direction. Yeah, he's gonna try to get there at at his uh at his normal okay. normal speed. Um, yeah, he's like a normal guy. He runs. He can do sixty foot feet in a round. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna run. Start running that direction. So I I'm at uh forty feet instead of thirty. Oh wait, okay. wait, wait. Uh, I think I might actually be at forty five. Um. Yeah, I have plus five moves, so that would put me at forty five hmm. base. Yeah, because your armor. Okay. Um. Yep, so you uh, start running. You are 15 feet ahead of him. Right. So, um, let's see. 40, so 45, you can dash then, um, what's that? To 90. You'll be there within, you'll be there with movement left on your fourth round and he right. will be lagging behind but he has good range with the boomerang so it yeah won't be same here i'm gonna be paying attention to my range on my okay side. so anyway okay so um yes all right now we go to <clears throat> raven and killer frost obviously the power uh for the dam goes off and everything starts to grow quiet but in the moments after that, uh, there's a lot of commotion out um, on the sh shore. And this formation, people start, you know, probably looking in binoculars and things and seeing you guys out on the bridge. And this unit starts making its way across uh, the dam and has been making its way um and so you can see on the map there ahead, there are these, this group of about um, 16, uh, yeah, 16 men. Um, now, when we get into combat, uh, 13, those 13 in the front will be a squad like uh, we fought once before, just for the simplicity. Uh, and then those three units are individuals. Um, <clears throat> so you see these people they start approaching marching forward with their guns raised but um these are um they 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 have not yet started firing but they are going to uh and this is part of the this is the part of the mission where you're you need to like stop them so they don't like overwhelm um cyborg and captain boomerang uh um so and turn the power back on most importantly um and make beast boy and king shark fish food um so uh i would like you to roll initiative 21 nice that's good okay killer frost rolls a 16 so she didn't do too bad but you do get to act first um, so Raven, you with your, uh, high perception, you notice these people coming first and, um, you may act first before the squad of people, uh, who have started to raise their guns, uh, as they approach closer to you. 
the distance um, from them to you is accurate. Um, it's about 85 feet to the first one. Um, so, yeah, what would you like to do? Um, are there any, like, big boulders or, like, giant rocks on the bridge there? Um, not exactly, but there are definitely uh, portions of, like, the... Um, like the walls on that on the dam that are like big cinder blocks that you can uh like pull out and throw just like a big boulder. So mechanically, yes. Uh yeah. Okay. Um actually I think I'm just gonna cast cause fear. Okay, fair enough. Um <laughs> let... I'm gonna sit in front of my partner there. Okay. So um, so that is a 60 foot range. So they have to be within 60 feet of you to be affected. Um, so you could fly up to them where they would be affected and then do that if you want. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna use my movement. Okay, yeah, you've got a 60 foot fly speed, so you should definitely be able to fly 60 feet, which would put you. I don't want to get too close. Mm-hmm. Kind of okay. want to stay in the middle. So 60 feet from that point is... Yeah, you'll get them all. Um, yep. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you can move um, up there uh, if you would like and cast Cause Fear, and they have to make a... I mean, I don't know if they even can succeed because <laughs> they're so ridiculous, but, um, yeah, Wisdom Save. Uh, let's see. No, because yours your save is over twenty, uh, so they will all become afraid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fuck it, we ball. Um, okay, so you fly up, and then there's this, just this. Um, you start looking all crazy and creepy, and with your cloak floating it there in the air. And these men, uh, probably, yeah, they all tremble in fear. Uh, the frightened targets can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, but they will auto fail, so there's no point in that. Um, <laughs> so it will last a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. And the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So as you fly out there, they effectively all stop in their tracks um, and cower. And so when they attack, they will get to attack at you, but it will be at disadvantage. Uh, Now it's that squad's turn there. Um, These men all cowering see you up in the air. Yeah, they just, uh, they start frantically. They have no organization anymore. So they just start frantically, like, firing up in the air at you. Each one's going to be at disadvantage. However, there are a lot of them. So they will get to make a few attacks here. uh, But each one is at disadvantage. Yes. So out of all of those attacks, they fire out in the air. Many go wide. Um but some bullets do catch you. So uh, that is going to be... Okay, you are shot by a gun. 20 points of piercing damage. 
a bullet against um, pretty bad odds still manages to strike you in the shoulder and you have just this this uh, horrid pain and uh, and there's and you're bleeding uh, as you take 20 points of damage. It is Killer Frost's turn. She she casually moves uh, a little closer, I'll say, um, but just her regular move. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. And in front of you, where all those guys are, this globe of energy fires out past you, um, like these icicles, just these like high concentrated, uh, like icicles just flying past you in a point, and they hit like a point, like um, where everyone, where all those people are. And then they just like explode like a fireball going off, but like it's a huge ice as she casts freezing sphere. So they all have to make constitution saves uh, or take lots, lots, lots of damage. And it's kind of a horrifying sight as she is very clearly living up to her name in this moment. <laughs> One of those guys in the back is going to be less bad off than the others. But the rest take 36 points of cold damage. Now, this is kind of representative of, like, some of these individuals getting, like, frozen solid, dying. Um, but not everyone. Uh, because while they are individuals, mechanically, they're, like, a big unit of guys. So, for sure... Narratively, what you see is some guys just straight up die. Um, and those guys in the back, uh, they're not looking good, but they're still up, those three individual guys. So that's what happened. This huge explosion, icy explosion, uh, happens uh, like a big ice choo-choo exploding <laughs> for more references that Paul doesn't get. <laughs> But but Charlie does. Um, so the unit is looking kind of like shred like uh, shredded up and hurt, but they kind of muster themselves. Oh yeah, those guys in the back are each looking pretty bad. Okay, and she just laughs maniacally. She goes, "You're gonna have to do better than those magic tricks to def to defeat people out here, girly. You've got to be." merciless you've got to be cold <laughs> very stupid um so yeah that's her turn she uh explodes some people it is now one of those dudes turn in the back one of the not exploded ones one of the not exploded ones okay so uh this guy here is going to move... Oh, wait, no, he can't move closer to Raven. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Damn it. It's not OP at all. <laughs> hmm. We're ending this season how it has begun. <laughs> okay, well, he could move around... Well, no, yeah, he has to go forward, so and there's not really the space. He's on a bridge, basically, so there's not a ton of space for him to go around you like Cinderblock did in the that first episode so i know what i did <laughs> <laughs> yay oh my god well okay so he 
is like looks at you and he's like it's clear with like your insight you can see in his face he knows he has to do something but his knees are like basically knocking together and he can't bring himself to run forward because of you there now, these guys you notice have these like tanks on their back with these like hose connected nozzles let's see his range for that yeah, 30 foot cone. He uh he's gonna pull out a pistol. <laughs> he pulls out his sidearm and fires it at disadvantage. No, he rolls a ten. So he desperately tries to shoot up at you, but he just rolls a ten. Um the next one is gonna have to do the same thing. Oh my gosh. You're stealing natural 20s from me, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a 15, so I don't think that'll hit you. Um, yeah, and this last guy does the same thing. They all pull out their pissed, their sidearms, and start shooting up at you. Oh, wow. You blocked another natural 20. Um, so that is an 18. Okay, you take eight points of piercing damage. And it is now the top of the new round. It is your turn. Um, you haven't... Uh, these guys are pretty cowed. Um, although they're still there for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, Killer Frost has killed some people. So that's something. Uh, what would you like to do? Does it seem like they're going to like kill us if, if we kill them kind of thing? Like, like how bad are these enemies? <laughs> well, <laughs> you are fighting a military. That is kind of their job. Okay, so um, it would yeah. be really bad to maybe attack them. Yeah, to attack them is like they're going to fight back to, to the death. But um, they're looking hurt, but they are still up. W with your passive insight, you know that obviously if they take more casualties, then they will they will probably retreat. Um, but it's just a question of how many of them have to die by Killer Frost's hand before that happens. Gotcha. So, yeah. Can I start, like, grabbing pieces and rubble and building a wall to try to, like, slow them down? Yes. Uh, in fact, you know, that is such a creative question that it forced me to be more creative. Uh, I am gonna say that in that instance, because obviously mechanically Raven can do more things uh, than even just the telekinesis spell allows for. So I'm going to say that a use like that is going to replicate something like the stone wall spell. That seems appropriate. Uh, so yes, you start picking up rubble. And if you spend your turn on that, because that is an action, then you can create a wall as per the Wall of Stone spell, which is six inches thick and is composed of 10, 10 foot by 10 foot panels. Each panel must be uh, contiguous with at least one other panel. Alternatively, you can create 10, uh, 10 foot by 20 foot panels that are only three inches thick. Point is, yes, you can create a wall that is too uh, tall for them to immediately climb over, made out of stone that like blocks their line of sight uh, with them and stuff like that. 
Uh, you yes, you can do that. It will break concentration, which cause fear does need, but they'll be behind a wall, so it probably won't matter. If okay, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just do that. All right, so want to make it so the wall also kind of blocks my partner who's trying to kill them. Yeah, for sure. So as you realize what's going on here, these men, um, brave but outclassed. Uh, you construct this wall with your telekinesis in front of them, and they cannot see over it, and it uh, covers the sides like they they cannot pass through this area anymore. Uh, they'll probably have to get some uh, explosives to get through this, so that is definitely blocking them off uh, for a while. You've got uh, Killer Frost there, and she already didn't really like you <laughs> and she oh, just geez. looks totally furious she goes ah dang it you kids ah, she just seems like like she can't even speak straight because the the dm can't think of what to say and because she's just too angry um <laughs> so she looks pissed she's not like attacking you but she looks pissed but you know that I mean, this does satisfy the requirements of the mission. This will hold them off in time for y all of you guys to get away. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you do notice at this point, uh, you probably noticed it already, but uh, it's starting to increase in intensity that uh, the forces down the ravine um, are now starting to engage with Blackfire and Starfire, and they are having a uh, pretty like or or they've been doing that while you were fighting and now it is it's getting particularly intense with like you know like tanks shooting off and a whole bunch of stuff uh you are like you kind of look at your shoulder <laughs> where you got shot and are like it yeah that's like it's like that times like 10 at least or 20 down there she like you you turn and look and uh you see like uh, a tank shell hit starfire and she's boof into like a wall and then she like rushes back and like, <laughs> like punches something and Jeez. it's crazy and black fire is like shooting eye bolt lasers at people down there and it's pretty nuts wow yeah so uh um yeah what would you like to do are you uh just you see um cyborg and captain boomerang running up uh to join you but you seem to have stopped this engagement so you guys can um all flee together if you would like yeah yeah if if it seems like um that's what we need to do then i'm gonna flee all right do we think we've caused enough of a distraction or do we think we need to keep keep you know firing into the air or something Okay, so you guys, uh, you you fly past and and uh, Cyborg quickly uh, starts running after you. Um, yeah. uh, Captain Boomerang kind of like stops for a second and looks at Killer Frost like, "Whoa, you kill them all already?" And uh, she goes, oh, "Shut up!" and runs past them. And then he like starts uh, tailing behind. Um, so they are um, running out as well, and you guys 
run down the dam past that guard building from the power station from before and start running into the desert. Um, as you are running out uh, into the mountains and, and the, or yeah, out into the desert, um, you start seeing the bright lights increase in intensity uh, of the fight of Starfire and Blackfire versus the versus lots of tanks <laughs> and um now we will switch to robin this is the moment where um you start seeing these lights building up that's definitely blackfire and starfire engaging with uh uh troops on the other side of the dam and you're down the river in that military or on the outskirts of that military facility you've planted the bombs and this is the part where you hand off the detonator to harley quinn and the explosion goes off just as like the sky is lit up by the explosion as the another part of the sky is also lit up by this like massive like these purple and green lights just like swelling and connecting out there um which is concerning to you but it's very far away and you doubt you could get there in time to, to do anything about it i'm gonna need you to go ahead and make a uh perception roll for me <laughs> okay i'll take that 27 natural 20 it that's wow okay so you notice against the uh crazy light against the sky you see a little flittering shape like a bird but the pattern the flight pattern is wrong in fact you're very familiar with these creatures you see a little bat streak across the sky would have been unnoticeable against the dark night sky, but for this light, you see it streak away from the uh, the um, the military facility and um, dart off in into the desert. Actually, in the direction that you know you're supposed to go to get to your rendezvous uh, location at the end of the mission. And is it like close or is it far away? Like I can see it like way far in the distance, I assume. Oh yeah. You like, you know, when you like see bats like flying around in the sky or something yeah. like it's like, it's up in the air pretty far. Um, you just noticed it as a, noticed it as a contrast against the like big explosion that happens uh, and then flit off into the night desert sky uh, out towards the desert. So being, like, you know, someone who, like, researches stuff, <laughs> would I... Yes, yes, no. you know, you, you, yeah, you know that vampires can turn into bats. In fact, you know all of the, like, pertinent details that you as a player would want to know about vampires and their weaknesses and all that stuff, because uh, Edwina told you all about vampires. And I also know there's no bats in the desert yeah. uh yeah probably not <laughs> to a general sense <laughs> no 
I'm not going to make a definitive claim if there are any nature enthusiasts who are like, oh, but the, this bat lives in the caves of the... Well, shut up. <laughs> there probably are bats in the desert. <laughs> Some desert. Somewhere. Yeah. Robin, Robin turns to Harley. I think we've been spied upon. She says, oh, I told you. They're always listening. Question. Where was he coming from? I'm trying to think of like where he was coming from. Was he coming from where we were? Uh, or he, over by where the explosions were happening? Um, he was coming from like the facility. Um, so you don't know how long he was there. If he saw you guys or was watching you guys. So, like he might know what I saw. He might, yeah. It, that it basically with your passive investigation, you absolutely know it is possible that he was sneaking around as a little bat and might have seen uh, certain interactions or heard things or whatever. Well, because you guys were in like a back room at yeah. one point, uh, and no one was in like the room behind you, so you don't know if he like. And that, really, you know, is all he would need to confirm that you have seen what he wants destroyed. You know, Harley, sometimes you like the element of surprise when you're dealing with slippery characters. I think we just lost them. She goes, <laughs> then let's get loud, Brabby. You know, for once, I agree with you. Okay. So... Yeah, you can start heading out into the desert towards your um, rendezvous uh, location uh, where you'll meet up with everyone uh, if you would like to. I'm going to rendezvous to my spot and change out of Red X clothes. Okay, yes. So you do dip. Important. <laughs> okay. <laughs> change out of Red X clothes. Wardrobe change. And... Uh, <laughs> Okay, it's our so. secret. <laughs> oh, we got secrets. Uh, we draw nearer and nearer to the end of season one. Thank you so much um, if you've been listening up to this point. It's been really crazy. This has been going for about a year, and... I uh, couldn't be happier uh, with it, to be honest. <laughs> so if you are listening, um, then you know that we're going to have a special episode after we finish this arc called Teen Titans Talk, or just Titans Talk, where we talk about the kind of creative process of the whole thing uh what went behind my choices and even the players choices um when trying to characterize uh their characters um so if you would like to submit a question to that for uh to ask us Please do so at um, our Facebook page, which is Mind Theater Media. Our Twitter, which is also Mind Theater Media. Its uh, handle is at Mind Theater T 
TWT. I know that's kind of irrelevant now since it's called X, but I'm not going to change it uh, right now. Um, and uh, you can also email us at Mind Theater, and that's theater with uh, T H E A T R E, Mind Theater Media at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening to, to uh, my podcast. We all really appreciate it. And now, back to the episode. You guys start running out into the desert. Uh, there are some response, like people searching, but mostly there's just there's chaos uh out like like and the attempt to pursue uh any of you guys out into the desert is very minimal um you figure they won't be able to muster that attempt uh for a while and so you guys have some time you guys all start running towards your uh rendezvous point and so eventually if one group and then another starts to coalesce back together. I, I mean, I assume everyone is doing that at going to the rendezvous point. Uh, if anyone isn't, let me know. Uh, Holy shit, are we in this session? Yes. <laughs> oh, God damn, I got to put my switch away. <laughs> I know, I'm yeah. surprised by it too. <laughs> you guys hear yeah, on you your did communicator? That really fast. He's eating people! <laughs> you uh you you guys uh hear that and then eventually when you meet up with uh beast boy and king shark you see beast boy just like run up uh to like who whichever group uh uh like meets up with him first and he's like frantic but then king shark just like like he like tries to like grab you in a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He like parades me. you. He parade <laughs> you are fr you're freaking out but he's like parading you over his head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, status report. Uh, did our our goals accomplished. He's going to eat me. <laughs> uh yeah, Starfire, are you there? Yeah, the... I look thoroughly spent. I look like I have taken 139 mm. points of damage out of 135 <laughs> HP. Um, Jeez. And, and like I'm a sponge that's been wrung out of like emotions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not very outspoken at this point. She does look like that. You know, like the soot. You know, like there's it was definitely like a lot of like soot and dust and stuff, and there are very evident like probably I imagine like tear streaks on your cheeks and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. It looks yeah. It, it, at the very least, it looks like you guys walked away from a scene in the TV show Teen Titans, and I watched walked away from a Dragon Ball Z battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it's, sounds right. It's but not. also it was a soap opera too, so I look emotional also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the mascara is running, although you don't. Although it's Blackfire's mascara that is running. Yeah, I don't. Screen. I don't wear makeup. This is all natural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So very much, you all start to meet up together. Um, 
and start walking as a group towards the rendezvous point. And you see at the top of this hill that you guys are walking up, the silhouette in the uh, the night sky um, of, and you see this point this of light, this cigar, and some smoke trailing up. And as you guys are walking up this hill, he raises a hand and goes, Well done, everyone. Well done. Just down this dune here, and we can get the helicopters out here to pick us up. He kind of turns and starts walking down the hill slowly, carefully. So, Logan, kind of standing at the top of the dune. Mm -hmm. How much did you see? How much do I see? Well, (laughs) right to the point. He's he's still walking down the uh, dune, so... He doesn't seem worried. He still has his back to you guys. Uh, the Suicide Squad people are definitely not like being congruent with any like posturing you make. Your team might follow your lead, but they just walk down the keep walking down the dune. Uh, they're notably missing a black fire. Yes, yeah. they are notably missing a black fire. Um, he says, what did I see? Well, we can discuss that, Robin. But I'm interested in how things went. Obviously, everyone was successful. I thought this might happen, but uh, he looks over at you, Starfire, and says, Now, dear, did, uh, did your sister have to take a leave of absence? It, it would seem so. And I, look, and I just look upward towards the sky. Yeah, okay. He he just sort of nods. He says, hmm. Well, I thought that could happen. I wish her the best. I really do. Uh, he's walking down. Are you guys, like, walking down the dune as well? Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm just going. Yeah. Okay. Robin's lead. Alright. So you guys walking after um, the Suicide Squad people start, like, chatting and, uh, and saying things. They're like, every one of them got out, uh, unscathed. <laughs> um, well, actually, uh, King Shark took some damage, but, uh, mm-hmm. most of them got out without any, uh, damage. They start kind of chatting and jabbing at one another, uh, as has been the case with them up to this point. Uh, as they walk down, he says, well, he says, well, very fine work, everyone. And uh, this may be one of our last moments together. The mission's almost over. Once we get you back to the uh, back to the military base, we uh, will be parting ways. So if there's anything uh, any of you want to say to me or ask me about arrangements going forward uh well now's the time while we have this little stroll you guys do start hearing uh helicopters and like off in the distance it'll still be um like maybe 10 to in between 10 to 15 minutes before they arrive uh, to your location but uh you guys are just walking out there 
So, uh, yeah, he said, if there's anything you guys want to ask him, this is might be your last opportunity. So the assertion is that we will be completely off the hook after this, that we will be square, as they say. Uh, do you want to ask him that? <laughs> no, not, I would I would absolutely not ask that. But if, so if okay. you don't have an answer as a DM, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'll ask that. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All, All right, right, yeah. Hey. So does this does this make a square? Square. It's an interesting shape. Spent a couple of hundred years contemplating it and a few others. He says, Well, I believe that according to our initial arrangement, that would be the case. He uh just kind of puts he uh his cigarette's getting low, and so he just kind of flicks the um the the butt of it out into the desert uh very clearly very much litter um <laughs> and uh <Ooh>. pull <laughs> he listen here you piece his, of shit his, 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 his. <laughs> this is where we draw the line <laughs> he he pulls Boy, out another one nature <laughs> he pulls out another one and cuts it with a cigar cutter and, and lets starts... that drop on the ground too <laughs> <laughs> and strikes it with a match which he also drops on the ground and uh starts puffing um so yeah that was kind of his response he's puffing on a, a new cigar all right you know no you know what it me i mean we do you a favor we did you did us a favor we do a, you a favor we're good. We're done. Neither of us owe each other anything. Right? Of course, my friend. Uh, Vic, was it? Vince? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and it's not says doesn't say anything about you. You can say hi anytime, but uh I don't feel like doing a mission like this for a while, if that makes sense. Okay. Um Am I getting the vibe that it's definitely not the end from what he's saying. Uh, roll insight. Roll insight. See, this is where I actually need to be. Oh. Add, oh <laughs> hey, hey, add a one to that, so 31. Oh, wow. Natural <laughs> 20 for a one. Hell yeah. Um, he's very sly and subtle. This is his craft. Um, but the factors that you have together that already make you doubtful and um you actually recognize something in him for the first time as like a distraction tactic he mentions he reveals that he knows who cyborg is not a huge surprise i mean cyborg's identity isn't really a secret but it's a it's an unsettling tactic that he's used against you before um, to distract from deception and you actually recognize it as such. You know, Logan, there are some interesting things I saw on my mission that I feel like you'd rather be hidden. He uh, walks out. You guys are at the bottom of the dune now and the, where the um, the ground is a little more flat area and uh he stop, finally stops, and it takes a few more paces for uh, Suicide Squad people to stop. 
He kind of looks up at the sky and lets a puff of smoke out. And uh, he's just quiet there for a moment. The only sound uh, out here in the desert is the distant, uh, growing closer, but still kind of distant chop of the rotors of the helicopters. And uh, he's just looking up at the sky for a moment. So... So you know, then, you know my secret. You know what they have on me. After all these hundreds of years, me steering them and other governments around. And studying shapes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Something just as petty. Is my downfall, it would seem. He turns around and looks at your group. He's facing you guys now. He takes um, off his glasses. And this is the first time you've seen his eyes. These uh, very bright uh, blue eyes. Surprising. Um, they don't look how you would have expected. Now, seeing his full face, you definitely see this, like, uh, he he looks out at you and he says, Well, I don't know what you plan to do with that kind of a secret boy, but... And then he speaks, But I imagine that it can't be... Anything good for me. I'll always know it's out there. I I speak up, I'm like, All right, all right, we get it. Snitches get snitches. In my line of work, even potential snitches get buried. I'm sure, Robin, that you may not even intend to use what you've found. But I can't let you leave with that kind of a risk over my head. The one thing I figured out is that even though we might have this information, we're heroes and we won't resort to your line of blackmail. However, what we're pretty good at is taking down villains. <laughs> Are you now? Well. Let's see then. And there's this shift. The ground starts to shift underneath you guys. And behind him, out of the sand, this huge thing rises up out behind him. And you see these red eyes first out of this cloud of dust. And you see this figure changed, altered, different, horrifyingly so. He's a little bigger, and he has all these mechanical components holding parts of his body together. He's been enhanced, but also this large 
domed cockpit opens up on his chest. And Logan leaps up into Cinderblock, who has been, is standing before you, reconstructed, remade. And he looks down at all of you. But Cinderblock's eyes don't look aggressive like they have before. They look kind of like days and like subdued. Oh no. And he just and um and uh he seems to have been reconstructed. It is now Logan after jumping up, he stands in this... Basically, it's like a mech cockpit. <laughs> Holy shit, he's been Gundams! <laughs> they have turned and... walk into an automobile! <laughs> I gotta get me one of those! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he I says... I he's a person, I think. He says, um... Well... He looks, he looks down... The the um the suicide uh squad people look kind of like like they look confused about things and he looks down at them and he says now I wouldn't ask any of you uh, to aid me but I would ask that you do not get in my way and uh Captain Boomerang immediately goes oh yep yeah, mate no yep yeah, uh, fuck all that. <laughs> and he just starts, like, he, he runs off, like, to the corner. He's not going to get involved. But, um... So Harley... Robin looks right, right at Harley Quinn yeah. and said, Titans! Suicide Squad! Let's get loud! <laughs> <laughs> she, she's... King Shark! Eat him! She, <laughs> she you, you are absolutely right. King Shark stands firmly next to you, ready to fight. <laughs> Uh, Beast Boy, and Harley uh, uh, takes out her hammer and just starts laughing maniacally, standing alongside your team. But Killer Frost steps uh, over to um, near uh, now uh, Mecha um, uh, Mecha Cinderblock and Logan up there in the cockpit, and she says... She looks at Raven and says, Sorry. But even if it's dangerous for me, I've got a grudge against that little bitch. And she points at Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Raven, this is why you're nice to villains. <laughs> hey, is this guy wearing any metal by any chance? Oh, we will get to that. Um, okay. But the point is, um, <laughs> no, a lot of him is still stone. He has metal on him, but he seems to have been enhanced in certain ways. But we'll get into what that means mechanically later. Um, Logan sits down in the cockpit, and it is actually this, like, like um, basically, like, aircraft dome uh, type of situ- uh, material. Like, shut, like, seals, like, in a, um... Uh, around him so you can still see him sitting in there at the controls 
but he um uh he is now there ready uh to fight with you guys um alongside uh killer frost in this big mech um now i think we have time left but we don't have enough time for this combat so i think that this is where we will end this episode of Teen Titans Roll. Yes. Wow, yay. Vampire. A vampire robot mech. (laughs) And an icy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can beat her up, Raven. (laughs) How did you guys make friends with your villains? I wasn't there. (laughs) Um, I just talked to King Shark. I, yeah. I Wait, I had points where I, people and I freaked out, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I had points where I asked people to make persuasion checks um when being nice to villains. Um for the most like if they did anything exceptionally like that that tracked alongside them. Um and uh Oh, actually, sorry. Retcon that. Um you 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 pissed boomerang off at the last minute cyborg oh man. that's what that's what happened Dang it, so, cyborg. so actually I he also to, i just asked if he wanted to ride me <laughs> so oh, actually actually what happens in that scene is he goes he frowns like that again goes yeah i'll take some swings at the tin man was it enough to piss him off for <laughs> neutral in this fight? <laughs> look, look, these people, these people, these people are like all psychotically unbalanced. <laughs> what creates Bro, loyalty or <laughs> yeah, what creates loyalty or disloyalty to them is like they get set off much uh, easier than than a lot of people. So, um. Yeah, so that is where we leave off. Hey guys, I do just gotta add, I tried really fucking hard to get Blackfire on our side. Listen, you did really <laughs> Everyone well. Everyone who heard really can well. testify to that. It was very, it was very emotional. <laughs> the, interesting, the interesting part's gonna be, like, we don't have Blackfire, so that's yeah. down. Mm-hmm. We have Starfire, who's at, like, what, 30 hit points? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I think I'm down to 24, or 26, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah, I'm also pretty hurt. Casts heat metal on boomerang, <laughs> and then he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he so you um, know what we need? Yeah. He probably has more boomerang. <laughs> <laughs>